Hey, you are listening to episode 39 of the Author Alchemist podcast. Today we are starting a series on confronting our deepest fears as authors. Taking a little sidetrack back into fandom, today's topic is about Mary Sue's self-insertion fic and the burden of shame. I'm Kimbu, the host of the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm bringing my years of experience as both a fan fiction writer and a professionally published author to the problem we all love to hate, the act of writing. You can't improve on something that doesn't exist, which means the most important thing you can do is simply write anything. Just write something. I'm here to help you do that. This is the first episode in a short series. I think it's going to be about four episodes all told. So one month of episodes where we talk about or I talk about me talking at you about our deepest fears as writers. I think a lot of times, especially for myself, but I see it in other writers, our fears prevent us from actually sitting down and doing the writing. There are, of course, a lot of tools to help you write. One of the most famous ones is Morning Pages by Julia Cameron from her book The Artist's Way. That is a pretty simple and straightforward one. You get up first thing in the morning before you do anything, literally anything, like you're sitting there in bed, you write three pages of free verse mind dump which is how you kickstart your creativity for the day. A lot of people use this, finds it gets them over the hump of feeling self-conscious about their writing. But there's a lot of different types of practices and tools and even application software apps that can kind of spur you on to start the writing process or, as we say in the trade, put your butt in the chair and start writing. Typically, I'm going a little higher level than that. I want to talk about the meta aspect of writing, the psychology of writing, the idea of what we put into ourselves that both enriches our writing and also makes it sometimes a little awkward to write or maybe fills us with embarrassment or shame about what we're writing. I know the general advice in that situation is to just sit down and start writing and get over it. Uh, Which as advice goes is not bad. It's helpful. It's useful. Just sometimes you do. You just need to get over yourself. In the great tradition of the fantastic Bob Newhart skit, just stop it. Stop it. Just stop what you're thinking. Stop having anxiety. Stop and do the thing. But what do you do when you can't do that? Or... What do you do when you're doing the thing and you're still feeling the pressure of what's weighing you down? That's what inspired my idea to do this series. And the first one we're going to talk about is the fear of the being accused of, I should say, writing a self-insert or, as it is known, a Mary Sue character in your stories. There's a couple of things that 
play into this fear, which I think are both very important. One of them is the idea that writing a self-insert of Mary Sue character, or more accurately, a character that gets accused of being a self-insert or Mary Sue character, is something that opens us up to criticism of our craft, that we're being lazy, that we're not professional, or we aren't treating it seriously, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's one argument. The other is honestly one I suffered more with when thinking about writing, particularly female characters, is the idea that doing so reveals too much about myself and or doing so would lead to people making assumptions about me that may or may not be true. Those are some pretty heavy issues to think about. I'm not entirely sure those fears are valid in the sense of neither one will necessarily ruin your career if you get accused of it, but there's still real fears nonetheless. Quick aside, if you're not familiar with the term that I'm using here, Mary Sue, assuming if you're in fandom, you are, and so you could probably skip the next couple of seconds on the podcast, I guess, but a Mary Sue was a term that was developed, gosh, in the 70s and the 80s? to describe a very poorly written fan fiction that features a character that's obviously a wish fulfillment character. There is a link to this on fan lore, and if you Google Mary Sue, you'll find a lot of discussion about it. I'm not going to delve into that necessarily. What is even a Mary Sue is is a real question, because, I mean, by that metric of the the wish fulfillment superhuman person doing amazing things. You know, James Bond is a Mary Sue or a Larry Stew, if we want to get gendered about it. Yes, obviously, the accusation of writing a Mary Sue or enjoying writing Mary Sues or whatever is generally leveled at women writers. But of course it is. <laughs> Anything that can be done to break down women writers is done in our society and illegitimizing them with the accusation of writing a Mary Sue is or was at least popular. I don't see it being used as often these days, but certainly for a few decades there being accused of writing a Mary Sue in fandom, much less in original fiction could be career destroying or ruinous for your relationship with that fandom and other fans in that fandom. I actually came up against this with my return to fandom in 2007-2008 in a small fandom that I started writing in and I really loved it. You can probably just go to one of my AO3 accounts and figure out which fandom I'm talking about. This isn't a big secret or anything. One of the first long form stories I wrote in that fandom was designed to be a polyamorous male-male-female story with an original female character. It was very obviously self-insert. At the point where I started writing that and having come back into fandom and fan fiction after 
mostly being on the edge. I say that I wasn't involved at all. I was kind of like peering over the edge of it. I, I wasn't involved, but I wasn't completely removed from it in the sense of not knowing what's going on. Like I knew there were Yahoo groups for different fandoms. I just didn't belong to any. I wrote that story and I really enjoyed it. And one of the big name fans in the fandom, who I later had a major falling out with for many various reasons, very condescendingly told me in a comment, well, be careful of what you're doing because you wouldn't want to get accused of writing a Mary Sue. Very much in the to the tune of, this is a Mary Sue and I don't approve. Ironically, I had not heard of a Mary Sue at that point. Um, like I said, the, the term was developed in the 70s, early 80s. And in the fandom circles that I was running in, in the 80s as a teenager, that hadn't hit us yet. Like I didn't go to large conferences or conventions. So I just didn't know about the term. So I was completely blindsided, immediately went to Google, started looking up what the heck is a Mary Sue, got all into the history of it and the discussion about it and the wank, a lot of wank. Putting it together really hurt me because I was writing a Mary Sue. I was writing a self-insert fic. And I thought that was supposed to be the point of fandom in the sense that you're writing something you love and you want to read. And that was what I loved and wanted to read. And other people were telling me that I was breaking some kind of sacred rule by writing something I enjoyed. It didn't make sense to me. To me, that honestly was the reverse of it. It's like you're breaking a rule by telling me not to write something that I enjoy. But that's how insidious it is to be accused of something like writing a self-insert character or writing a Mary Sue character, especially for women, whether they're in fandom spaces or in, you know, literary genre, other original fiction writing spaces. Note that men don't get that accusation. As formally stated, one of the most interesting things I'd ever did in researching these types of issues around writing was I picked up a book by Clive Cussler and I did not know who Clive Cussler was. Like this was not a genre, the thriller genre that he writes in. Thriller adventure, I don't even know. Mind you, this was in the 90s early 2000s, before I got back into fandom. When I picked it up and read it, I'm just like, oh my God, this is just like some hyper-masculine wish fulfillment fantasy. That's all this is? It wasn't, it wasn't even well-written. Apologies to fans of Clive Kessler. I mean, you enjoy what you enjoy, as I enjoy what I enjoy. But I was so shocked at that realization. And then to come back years later and be accused of the same, doing that very thing, in a story that I was loved and was enjoying writing, whew, that was an interesting, interesting perspective. So I've wrestled with this for years. Recently, I've come all the way back around to what I originally started doing in 2007, which was embracing writing what I love. If you go to my Casey York Dot com website, you'll see that there's a real focus on there now on male, male, female romance. 
books. That's what I plan on writing under that pen name. And that is what brings me joy to write. Is it wish fulfillment? I'm here to tell you it absolutely is, as most fiction is for me. Whether it's Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, you know, Dragon Riders of Pern, oh my gosh, you know, even His Majesty's Dragon by Naomi Novik, just you name it, I'm, I'm there for the wish fulfillment, self-insert fantasy aspect of it. I have chosen to embrace that. I'm not saying you have to embrace it, but I am saying that this is something that's very real and can really affect your approach to writing in the sense that the fear of being accused of something like this can keep you from writing what you love to write. But here's the thing. People are going to accuse you of it anyway. It doesn't matter what you write. If there is a female character in there, she can be good. She can be bad. She can be well-written. She can be terribly written. Somebody out there is going to point a finger at you and say, you're just writing wish fulfillment fantasies. That's just a Mary Sue. A really good example of this, a really tragic example of this is Ray in Star Wars. Because when the first movie in that series came out, The Force Awakens, there were so many people who were quick to jump in and start throwing around terms like unrealistic wish fulfillment fantasy and Mary Sue at this character who literally was essentially in many important ways not that different from Luke Skywalker in A New Hope. Amazingly talented, uh, great at survival, superior with the Force, really a typical science fiction hero character. But because it was a girl, so many people were up in arms about how unrealistic and ridiculous her character is. And especially in that first movie, she was a great character, well-written. The actress, Daisy Ridley, did a fantastic job portraying her. I'm not going to talk about the movies that came after that. We're just going to let that sleeping dog lie. If even a character that wonderfully portrayed and that well written in that first movie at least was still being hounded by haters because they couldn't conceive of a female character being interesting and powerful and strong and just all the things that Ray is just means that honestly it's going to happen no matter what you do so what do you do I think you just do it anyway. And it, this does get back to the, you know, just put your butt in the chair. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop, you know, being scared or being fearful. But I think the important element to that is acknowledging what you're scared of, understanding what you're really doing, and trying to meet your own goals and fulfill your own dreams with writing. There is... A Tumblr post from 2018 that I have saved specifically for this podcast. I will link to it in the show notes. But it says, and remember this is from 2018, so we can put in a year in there. This is the year we stop wasting our time on discourse and start writing the self-insert Naruto fix we've been planning since we were eight. Thank you. Naruto's fandom is a character, it's a show. 
maybe that doesn't speak to you as it doesn't speak to me, but the point is maybe it's time we start nitpicking all these details about what is or is not a Mary Sue and simply start writing this fix that we've been wanting to write all of our lives. It's important to understand that the people who are going to criticize you, these people who would criticize Ray, these people who would criticize me, whether for my fan fiction or for my male, male, female original fiction, they're not our readers. You've got to find your readers. And the only way to do that is to write the story and put it out there for them to find. Fortunately, that's pretty much how it works. Like you can get an idea of who your readers are. You can you know, build up a base in that ecosystem, whether it's on Twitter or Tumblr or Discord servers, whatever, you can find them ahead of time. But are they going to find you not until you write the thing? That's what you got to do. Acknowledge that fear. Embrace it. Tell it it's okay. Thanks for trying to protect me. But I got this. I'm going to do this. This episode's already getting pretty long. I think I may have to hold on the second half of it. Maybe this is going to be a five-part series. I don't know. The second part we're going to talk about is the embarrassment of revealing yourself through these types of things, as opposed to the accusation of not being a good writer by writing Mary Sue's. This is about the idea that you're putting your heart on a plate out there and people are going to judge you for it. It's very real fear. I think it goes beyond just writing Mary Sue's or self insert fic. So definitely, I think the next episode is going to be about that particular aspect of writing. A lot of the advice is going to be the same, but I think it's worth taking time for us to sit down and really examine what our fears are so that we can find specific ways of countering them or dealing with them or assuaging them so that they do not stop us from that important step of, yes, you heard me, getting your butt in the chair to start writing. That's it for today. I'm going to let you go on your way and actually get some writing done. Please remember to stop by my website and sign up for my newsletter. You'll get the freebie, uh, write to market or not, which is 16 pages of advice on how to decide if you can write to market, if maybe what you're already writing is marketable. I hope it is valuable to you, but or if not, you know, there's other things that we can do. You know, just drop me a note, give me a line, tell me what's worrying you and what's bothering you these days. All right, that's it. I've talked myself out. So uh, I guess it's, uh, you know, time to get writing. Thanks for listening to me ramble on about writing here on the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm Kim New York, and I hope this episode has helped clear away the cobwebs from your inspiration. For more podcasts and other tools, including self-paced online courses, please visit my website at www.authoralchemist.com, no dashes, or email me at kimbu, K-I-M, B-O-O at authoralchemist.com. I'd love to read your questions and feedback. Now, time to get some writing done.